I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I hate average podcast. What's going on? I hate average podcast. We're back. We back grooving. This is a regular episode. We got a guest. I'm excited about him. But before we get to that, thank you guys again for your continued support. There's a lot going on in this world. It's been crazy. It's been really, 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 really crazy. Uh, been watching like the state of politics and and. A lot of issues going on in the world. It's been really, really crazy. And I think it's interesting just because we know we want to be aware. But we also want to do things to take our mind off of, of a lot of the pressures of life. Because um, it's really, really... I don't know if you guys are really paying attention. But it's again, it's... Wow. It's a lot going on. And more, one of the most important things is we're going to have a new president this Friday... Uh, Donald J. Trump will be the 45th president of the United States. Um, I'm interested in just, I'm just intrigued to see what's going to happen. Um, a lot of people are worried and going crazy. Um, I'm not worried because I, I, I have a strange faith in, in like everything works out. That's just my, my personal opinion. Um, I could be wrong, and we could be heading towards World War Three and the end of civilization as we know it. But I just think positive, and I don't think I don't think that's going to be a reality. I think everything is just going to be fine. Um, he's going to say some things that people don't like. Um, he's a conservative person, right? He's seventy years old. You shouldn't be surprised. A seventy-year-old white guy um, having certain opinions, you shouldn't really be too surprised. But um, I guess we're surprised that he's not afraid to voice his opinion, which I think I don't think what he's saying is good. But I think having someone who's not a politician and someone that's not afraid to voice their opinions is a good thing. I just wish his opinions were a little bit more uh, based on knowledge and based on facts. But uh, I guess we got to take with what we have and. That's going to be our president, Donald Trump. Something, if you've been listening to the beginning of this podcast, I've been saying was going to happen. And I was afraid it was going to happen. And now it's here a couple of days away. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. Just had to give a couple of thoughts. Just I, I don't want people to get discouraged. I think things are going to work out. That's just the way life is. Um Things could be heading in directions where, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't like this, but I think things always seem to steer itself and head towards the right direction. But anyway, enough politics, enough somber talk. I got Drew Carson, formerly of the Drew Carson Show. He talked about his beginning in podcasting, what got him started. He gave me some tips uh, on monetizing podcasts and, and just tips on, on, you know, staying within your passion, not not going, not going uh, ways just to make money or going things just to get views or more listeners. Going in the direction of having, following your passion, and and you know he actually stopped his show because he didn't wasn't feeling it anymore. But anyway, I'll let you listen to it. I don't want to tell the whole interview. But uh, he's formerly of the Drew Carson Show, and now he's currently with his team doing the Terra Firmer 
podcast, a podcast about horror films. It's pretty cool. Um, so here's my interview with Drew Carson. Everyone, I'm, this is I Hate Average Podcast. It's your host, is Jay. I have here with me uh, a cool podcast host, Drew Carson. He's formerly from the Drew Carson Show. Now he has a new podcast. He launched, uh, I believe, a couple of weeks ago, right? Terra Firma Podcast. Yeah, so, it launched on the 14th. Okay, great, great. So everyone, welcome Drew Carson. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's always fun to uh, see what it's like from the other side of the table when, <laughs> when you're the one getting interviewed. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, what 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 got you started with with the Drew Carson show? What made you uh, decide to launch that? Well, um, the Drew Carson show came out of a therapy session with a shrink. Um, okay. I suffer from social anxiety disorder, so I find it quite difficult to talk to new people. And my shrink at the time had suggested a way to overcome my social anxiety would be to make weekly phone calls to certain family members and talk for 10, 15 minutes with them. And to me, that just sounded uh, dull, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Talking to my mum or one of my brothers or something for 15 minutes every week was a bit bit of a stretch for me. So I decided to do what I'd, I'd been interested in for a long time which was podcasting so okay. i started to show up um knowing that if i booked the interviews i'd have to actually talk to the people so it was a way to push myself to to do that so that's how the show came about okay definitely makes sense yeah i guess talking to family every week that would sound kind of dull so yeah <laughs> there's always so many yeah. things you can talk to them about <laughs> exactly so so what how did you go about getting the guests with these friends of yours because you had some pretty interesting guests you had some some cool athletes you had some writers so how did you go about getting the guests the guests uh some of them were it was just being uh kind of stupid in a way that i would just go on social media and say would you like to be on my podcast to okay. some people <laughs> uh, a lot of the time when it was actors or um people in the film industry uh, i used the internet movie database uh, okay. pro edition where yeah. you can find you get their agent details and things that way and as long as you write a professionally enough letter most people will um consider it especially if they've got something to promote that week yeah, that was of course. that was always the the little um subtitle for my show was the about the guests having something to pimp that week yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> i mean it works it works it works yeah um some people i've known for a long time like i had uh dan the b7 on the mma fighter i've known dan for a long time so oh, that was wow, an easy okay. interview to organize um yeah we've done sparring together and stuff so yeah um the some of the ones that you would think are the hardest people to book always end up being the easiest just purely because they have a new film out or a new tv show and as long as you get that over 
with early enough in the interview, you can have quite an interesting conversation with people because they feel relaxed because they've done what they're there to do, which is promote that Definitely. new piece of business. Yeah. yeah. So how is the, the podcast scene in the UK? Because I know, um, I think probably last year, uh, the United States really started to catch up with the movement. So how was it in the UK? Were you guys on it for a couple of years or is it still catching up? I think in the UK, it's still a new thing. Um, there's some podcasts that have been around since maybe 2006, 2007. Um, I know the Ricky Gervais podcast was quite early, um, which was just his uh, radio show turned into a podcast, uh, okay. which was a big hit. Um, but in the UK, you are... Your main competition is the American podcast. Everyone wants to listen to the kind of the celebrity podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It shows like the, the Joe Rogan podcast, shows like that. So that's yeah. what you're basically competing against. And a lot of people don't realize that they can actually do a podcast themselves and yeah. they have something to say that, and they can be as interesting or more interesting than a lot of these celebrity podcasts. Um, a lot of the celebrity podcasts are just flat out terrible. <laughs> and it's right. all... It's yeah. all name branding, sure. um, but in the UK the the scene's quite small. Um, I know of two other podcasters from Scotland, and that's it. Um, in the whole of the UK, I know maybe twelve oh, wow. podcasters. It's yeah. a very very small little cottage industry over here. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's good that you get in early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you, what made you, what made you say, you know what, I'm not going to do the Drew Carson show anymore? What, what did you feel that you didn't want to talk to people anymore? You, did you get over your anxiety or? The, the, the reason I brought that show to an end was it was starting to not be fun anymore. It started to get a little bit corporate. I would get publicists who were saying, well, to speak to this person, you have to talk to these five other people. So oh. I was I was doing a lot of interviews with uh, people who I wasn't remotely interested in talking to and who weren't a good fit um, for my podcast. Okay. Um, some of those interviews turned out quite well. And sometimes finding a guest that you possibly don't think is going to be a good interview can turn out to be one of your better interviews. Okay. But a lot of them, it was the people would come on, they would tell me what they were promoting, and then they'd be wanting to get out of the interview five minutes in. And I was putting together an hour a week show. So a five minute interview was, you know, I was, it wasn't good for me. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was starting to get a bit, um, I guess, beaten down by it yeah. a little bit. And it wasn't, it just wasn't fun anymore. So I decided. So it came like best, an obligation. Yeah. Okay. And I, I decided the best thing to do was to do something that might not be as popular because um, over the course of the show, it, it went over a hundred thousand downloads and wow, its entire run. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was, I had a good following, but I decided it was better to do something that was going to interest me. It was going to push me and I was going to be energized to actually be a part of. Okay. So that's why I decided to switch up and move over to the Terra Farmer podcast yeah. instead. Yeah. yeah. So now the Tire Farmer podcast, you're not working by alone. So is, is that easier for you to have a, a group of people that that's 
assisting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm getting a lot of help with this one. Um, I'm doing episodes where there's roundtable discussions on different... It's a horror podcast, so we talk about different things. Like The one that's coming up is basically about um, if modern horror films are as scary as the classic ones, uh, and if not, why? So I get a group of people together and we just basically have a laugh talking about (laughs) stupid stuff about the horror movies. (laughs) Um, And I do interviews with actors that are really, really happy to be talking to you because they don't get the same amount of uh, time in interviews as other people. So I had... um, Recently I had uh, Naomi Grossman who plays Pepper in American Horror Story. Okay. And she usually gets maybe two minutes, three minutes in an interview, and then that's all. And all she gets to talk about is American Horror Story, whereas <laughs> on the show, she came yeah. on and she was talking about how she's actually a comedian and does one-woman productions. Wow. Things, yeah. So yeah. we got to talk about a lot of stuff, different stuff. So it's more like a, a chat than an interview structure yeah. to the show now. Um and I I do episodes that are just for fun. Like I, I go and watch really really bad horror movies <laughs> and then review them. Where I just basically make fun of the movie, <laughs> which is always fun. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so actually, do you feel that being that you know you're not coming from a celebrity background, you you're not um, like a media personality per se. You feel that you have you you're able to get more out of your guests, being that you're just coming at them as a like a regular person definitely yeah yeah it's quite funny i think if i was someone that was a celebrity myself in any way shape or form i think they would be they would keep their kind of media personality on whereas when they're just talking to someone who's just a regular joe you know the all that comes off and they just it's just like a general conversation. A lot of these conversations are like how you would talk to someone down the pub. Yeah, true. That's the way way I look at it. It's just how you would talk to someone if you met them for the first time and you were trying to get to know them. So, yeah, I think that helps. Plus, I'm not remotely professional in the way I interview people. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess they got to be themselves because you... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, when... You know, you're you're a minute into the into an average interview with me, and I've already probably sworn about five times. You kind of know it's not a professional interview. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you forget you're on a microphone, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what what got you into podcasts? What's some of like the early podcasts that you was listening to where you decided, you know what, let me try to get into this field? Yeah, the I would say the Ricky Gervais podcast was probably the one that got me in it was such a massive hit here in the media it was the first time the word podcast i think had been used in british newspapers was to describe that show i'd never seen the word before even though there was podcasts before that one that was the first one that kind of hit the mainstream over here um and just because it was so funny, it was, you know, it's just a couple, him and two of his mates basically yeah. talking a lot of rubbish, and it was really funny. So that, then shows like Joe Rogan from, I'm a huge USC fan, so okay. uh, listening to Joe Rogan's podcast was quite interesting, especially when he has people on that aren't fighters, yeah. that are far more intelligent than him. I like those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like uh, the fighter episodes, you don't like? <laughs> yeah. Some of the times, I think some of the times he, he plays a little bit of lip service to them. 
because uh, he doesn't want to offend them in any way the way he does with other people where he's a little true. bit more calm people on their shit where with the fighters he never seems to do that <laughs> nah you don't want to mess with those guys no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah shows like that um I try to think. Uh, I listen to a lot of the Kevin Smith podcasts. Okay. I'm a. Say Kevin Smith. The ones from members of the the PDC um, group on Facebook. Okay. So I like listening to the kind of smaller budget shows and okay. seeing what they're how they're put together because. A lot of these people are in the same boat as me. You're kind of funding it out your own pocket. So yeah. it's good to listen to shows like that and see kind of what everyone else is doing to make themselves different from everybody else. Oh, definitely, definitely. So let me get off it. Of, so you, you're a UFC fan. What did you think of uh, Ronda Rousey? You think she's going to quit? or? Really concentrate on seeing if someone is mentally prepared to be in a fight you can be physically prepared to be in a fight but mentally she wasn't there yeah she was scared at the way in yeah we, i think one. i don't think she realized how big uh nunez was i think when she seen her size that's when she's like wait a minute what did i what did i get into <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think she's she was terrified of getting knocked out yeah I, I, I actually, my opinion, I, I suffer from it, so my opinion is I think she's got PTSD okay. from being knocked out. Uh, and now she's terrified of being knocked out, and if a fighter's terrified of being knocked out, they shouldn't fight anymore. That's true, definitely. So are you say you, you've been sparred, so have you been a fighter before, or, or are you just Yeah, I've done, a bit, I've done a bit of this and a bit of that, yeah. Okay. Kickbox, kickboxing, um MMA stuff like that, yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah. do you see a, a a fighting podcast in your future, or are you just gonna stick with the uh, terra firma right now? <laughs> yeah, um, I would. I'd consider doing a a kind of like a. Something like that. Okay. If I could get a good group of people together. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Definitely, especially if I was getting someone like uh, Dan on the show or uh, Frank Trigg, someone like that, oh, coming on. And oh, that would be great. <laughs> doing it, yeah. yeah. Basically, we'd probably get get drunk and talk shit about the fighters. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be a lot of fun. So what's yeah. something you could tell me? Because this is something I'm struggling with, or maybe I shouldn't even think about, but monetizing podcasts. Uh, is this something that, you know, should I think about or should I just stick with doing it just because I, I'm enjoying podcasting? I think if there's an opportunity there to monetize, then it's a good thing because podcasting isn't cheap. Yeah, it's not. It's not a cheap hobby. Yeah. You, you're always going to need new equipment. You're always going to need, you know, paying hosting sites, things like that. So if there's an opportunity to monetize your podcast, I think that's a good thing to do. Another good thing to do is to make merchandise for your listeners. So T-shirts, oh. your own designs on them, uh, mugs, that type of thing. Okay. That can help as well, yeah. Um, there's a, a company, a website, uh, patreon.com. Okay which people can uh, give money to you for doing the show and you can give them like some content that you don't give for free on your 
podcast feed. Okay. I've seen a lot of people using that. Um, I definitely got it. Very close with the Drew Carson show, and on a couple of occasions, I get in quite big uh, sponsorships. But because I couldn't nail down what the demographic of my audience was, because it was so widespread, that always put them off. When my new show, well, you're really looking at an 18 to 45 demographic, um, so it's easier to aim the sponsorship that way. True. And I've had. Um, contact from a couple of uh, beer companies and stuff like that Okay. about doing the show so yeah I, I'll be looking to monetize mine in the future so I, I'd recommend that for anyone you can even monetize your website as okay. well with ads okay definitely I definitely appreciate tips because it's something I've been thinking about but I just didn't want to put pressure on my listeners should I should I stick with, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the thing is, if you've got that... I'm, I've managed it. Well, a lot of people that listen to my previous show won't like my new show. My new show, is, it's crude. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's quite out there. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them even though it isn't for them, put tweets out with my links and stuff to help me on this new journey. So, yeah, your audience is always your number one asset on any podcast, and I'm sure your audience will want to help you out as much as they can. True. Yeah, Yeah, they're pretty cool people. They've been giving some cool feedback, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Drew, I thank you so much for your time. I don't want to hold you up all night, but thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. I wish you great luck with Terra Firma. I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, hearing you guys talk pub talk about uh, some, <laughs> <laughs> about some horror films, that should be a lot of fun. And I'm definitely going to spread the word for your podcast and have people checking it out. Then I. I want to thank you for having me on the show. It's been absolute pleasure talking to you. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. All right. There you have it. That's my interview with Drew Carson. Thank you guys for checking it out. I told you it was interesting. It just gives a different take on podcasting. Um, and I definitely enjoyed the, the free nuggets that he gave me and I'm, some things I'm going to try to implement within the show thank you guys for checking me out another week next week we'll be back at it with another guest also (laughs) next week we will have another president like I said in the beginning we will have another president we can't believe it but the day is here Donald Trump is going to be our president by the next time we talk also hope you guys been checking out the playoffs Uh, some of my predictions are coming out and some of them are just totally totally way off and uh it's it's fun <laughs> i hope you guys are enjoying it i think i'm gonna do another nfl episode before the super bowl so i uh, look forward to that i think i'm gonna do it live on facebook live but anyway i'll let you guys uh I'll give you guys more information on that always 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 rate and review on itunes always tell a friend to tell a friend about the show always if you have a, a guest 
in mind that you feel should be on the show or if you have feedback positive or negative always hit me up show at averagej.com show at averagej.com also hit me up on all my social media i hate average jay that's twitter that's snapchat i hate average podcast that's on instagram all right so i'll talk to you guys next week thank you guys for listening bow Nah, I don't want to say that. I stole that from another podcast. Uh, What can I say? Peace.